Labour has released its much-anticipated fiscal plan, laying out the costs of its election promises, calling it responsible, balanced and credible. The party's finance spokesperson, Grant Robertson, acknowledges the next few budgets will be tight. It's worth noting that this includes multi-year funding that we have set aside for our justice and natural resources clusters. This means additional funding for agencies like police, justice, environment and conservation. Beyond these pre-commitments and health cost pressures, we have carefully set aside an appropriate pot of money in each year to deal with other cost pressures that the government faces in areas such as education. At Budget 2023, cost pressures accounted for 79% of all new spending in the budget, and we've ensured that that ratio is able to stay about the same across each of the three budgets next term. Now, funding cost pressures is not sexy stuff, but it's the stuff that governments have to do. You can't just close your eyes and hope that the health system will keep itself running or that classrooms will fix themselves. But Mr Robertson says there is room for a limited number of new commitments, like removing GST off fruit and vegetables and free dental care for those under 30. Its numbers have been checked and confirmed by Infometrics principal economist Brad Olson. The National Party will also release its fiscal plan later this week. Joining me now to explain the latest is RNZ Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch. Kia ora Craig, what does this plan tell us? Kia ora, not much in the way of surprises here. The numbers were as expected and in line with the forecasts announced by Treasury earlier this year at the so-called prefu. Now this plan lays out Labour's campaign promises, their expected costs, it tallies them all up and then it shows how they fit within the the fiscal envelope is the phrase that they use, the fiscal envelope set aside in future budgets for new spending. Now that adds up to about $30 billion over four years and while that sounds like a lot of money, it is actually very, very tight. It is a lot less than has been set aside for new spending over the past four years, for example. So it leaves very little room there for new promises. It means that any unexpected disasters that come along would have to be taken care of with borrowing. Now, for its part, National doesn't actually believe Grant Robertson. It doesn't believe that he will keep to that $30 billion track. He says uh, they say that he will blow that figure out. But he is professing fiscal discipline. He is talking about restraint. He insists there is no need for new taxes aside from what's already been announced in order to pay for it. They can keep within that fiscal envelope. Well, we know that the budget is tight, but is the plan watertight? Are there any (laughs) fiscal holes? Uh, The dreaded fiscal hole. Uh, Well, you can make no mistake, National and others will be scouring through these numbers as we speak, looking for a fiscal hole. Many of these numbers come from Treasury, so Labour can't be questioned on those. And Labour has sought to ward off that criticism by bringing in someone from outside, by bringing in Brad Olson. He's an economist with Infometrics to take a look at the numbers to independently assess and verify them. Brad Olson has come back. He has concluded that the costings seem reasonable and he agrees that they fit within that fiscal envelope which we talked about before. Now there are of course some assumptions underlying those policies. So whether GST free fruit and veg for example or, or free dental which people may and will question and some of that has been canvassed publicly already. Brad Olson for example is, is really not a fan of that GST policy but he says that the veracity of the costings themselves, that's separate and that stacks up. Brad Olson was also one of the economists who said the Nationals tax plan was, of course, 
plausible and there's still some questions around that but National are releasing their fiscal policy later in the week Mm -hmm. and have this morning released their police policy. What's their plan there? Yes, a crime policy law and order focus from National today. The party has matched Labour's commitment for more frontline police so that's 300 extra constables over the next four years. National says there'll be a clear expectation that they are deployed to the front line of major city centres. Now, Labour also committed to 300 extra police over the next four years about three weeks ago. Both major parties then on the same page when it comes to the resourcing of police, but definitely not on the same page when it comes to that bigger picture. Um, For example, National in this announcement has vowed to scrap the, the policing by consent philosophy, National has attributed that to, to Labour and called it a failure, but it is an approach that has been championed by the police commissioner, Andrew Costa, this idea of working with communities as a way of trying to avoid violent clashes with police like, like we see overseas, or in fact we saw outside Parliament last year. Now on the flip side, National points to the increasing crime rates as evidence that that approach is not working. So yes, there is agreement on increasing police numbers, but not much agreement anywhere else. Uh, Thank you very much. That is RNZ Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch.